From deep in an unmarked vault in the Capital Wastelands, it's James Robertson and Michael Lucas Smith on games. Okay, let's yeah. let's switch gears to a game that you haven't played. Um, which is which... Civ Five. No, actually, before we get to Civ Five, um, we are going to get to Uncharted and Uncharted Two. So I'm going to skip past Uncharted One. Yes, that's right. Uncharted 2, Amongst Thieves. Actually, it's Among Thieves, but who's counting? <laughs> okay, so Uncharted 1 and Uncharted 2. Let's say Uncharted 2 came out around the same time as Indiana Jones 4. And I would say that... Uh, we're going to keep this section brief because James hasn't played it, but I would say that Uncharted 2 is what Indiana Jones 4 should have been. Okay. So we've just gone from the Star Wars equivalent in the game industry. We're now going to the Indiana Jones equivalent in the games industry. And it's already better than the movie industry. <laughs> Uncharted 2 starts <laughs> off uh, with you surviving a train crash in the Himalayas... Snow everywhere, train wreckage everywhere, fire everywhere. You're kind of climbing your way out of this carriage that's falling off, dangling off the edge of a cliff. And then the, the game is told in a series of flashbacks to how the hell you got in this situation. Uh, you know, and there's, there's uh, ex-lovers, there's friends. You're basically uh, double-crossing a, a friend's person who's hired you to go and steal something from a, a, a Turkish museum. And of course, there's the, the, the fear that you get caught and thrown in Turkish jail. You break into this museum, steal this artifact, break it open, discover that it's actually a map to, uh, to Marco Polo's final resting place where his fleet landed uh, and perished. So all that treasure's there. Uh, and it becomes clear as the game goes on that Marco Polo went to Shambhala, which is in popular writing is actually is Shangri-La, you know, the hidden, the hidden city uh, in, mm -hmm. in yeah. the Himalayas, right? Where, where the birthplace of mankind, that kind of stuff. All of those myths all kind of rolled into one. And uh, that the greatest treasures were actually at Shambhala. So you find Marco Polo's final resting place and then you eventually find Shambhala. There, and, and, and like Indiana Jones stories, you ramp up a bit of supernatural. So you're starting out doing traditional human stuff and stealing artifacts and all that kind of stuff. And by the end, you're fighting um, these people who have been poisoned by the Tree of Life. And it gives them strength and, I I'm guessing, immortality. The, the mythos is that um, great military leaders of the past had visited this place and had been imbued by this material and therefore had become mighty and great and... Like like Genghis Khan, it was hinted that Genghis Khan had done this. So that that was the game. It, it really ramped up, and you do a lot of you know traversal across the environment. And the voice acting is spectacular, just spectacular. Great plot. You know, there's a section where you're in this uh, city that's under siege by a, by the warlord. There's tanks rolling around. There's helicopters blasting things, and you're trying to get up as high as you can in the city to look at all the temples, and there's hundreds of them, to find the one temple that has the right symbol that you know is the temple that's going to give you the next clue to find Shambhala. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's a mini war going on, you know, so 
and at, at one point, you, after you get to this high point, you find this place. So does a, a gunship, and the gunship starts chasing you and blowing stuff up as you try to get away. Uh, in in the Himalayas, you're in a village there. The warlord again rolls in, this time with a tank. And that part of the game is they've got chapters in the game. It's called Cat and Mouse. You're the you're the mouse, and the tank's the cat. Uh, so you're... you know, I want to key off on something you just said that that is not really related to this game. But you mentioned something about the voice acting being really good. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of a cool thing about a lot of the games that are coming out now. Is you find that not only is the voice acting really good, but they're getting a lot of name people into these too. I mean, it's. To, in a lot of ways, I think video games are taking over, are, are kind of picking up where movies left off. You get a lot of people who are very well known doing voice acting. Now. And yet, at the same time, okay, let's let's sideways to another game that you, I don't think you've played, Batman: Arkham Asylum. Right. I um, played that. Another fantastic game, and it's it's very slow paced because you do a lot of detective work. You are you are Batman, uh, and you have detective mode, and the Riddler is sort of taunting you the whole way through the game with clues. Now, he's not even the primary target. The Joker is. The Joker is basically the insane of taking over the asylum. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. the Joker's having fun. That's what the Joker does. So as you're playing, you're, you're dealing with the Joker's riddles as well. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Mark Hamill, really? And he is a fantastic Joker. And you would not guess that it's him. And he's been the Joker wow. in some of the animated movies they've made as well, I believe. Uh, and he's doing the Joker again in the sequel, which is um, Arkham City. Um, right. Brilliant game and vo- great voice acting. Yeah, but what I wanted to get at is big names that aren't too big because some of these big names, I don't care. If you have to pay $50 million to get Bruce Willis to do the voice of a character in a game, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not even saying it from that standpoint. I find it interesting that a lot of name actors are doing this stuff because 10 years ago, 5 years ago, you wouldn't have found name actors doing video game voiceovers because they would have kind of considered it beneath them, I think. Well, I mean, what about animated movies? They're doing a lot more of that. Yeah, yeah, it's just an interesting progression. I think a lot of these guys would have maybe thought this was beneath them, and now they're doing it. The, the story writing in the games is much, is much closer to books, um, but beyond, you, you know, you miss the nuances in books, like explaining a society. You can't do that in a game, um, even though Mass Effect tries really hard. The... But what you get is something new, which is you're, you're in the story, uh, right. which under your imagination could do before. And, and now now you can really be John McClane from, from Die Hard, you know. Uh, and and there, there are things you can retell parts of the story in, in, with media, which you couldn't do in books. And, and they tend not to do in movies. Um, example, uh, Uncharted 2, you start off in the train and you're climbing your way out. That whole beginning sequence, you're bleeding. You've been shot. And it's all grunts and groans, and my God, this is hard. Uh, like you're you're on you're on your deathbed here. You're almost dying, and you've got to climb out of this thing, or, or you're dead. Later in the game, when you catch up to the present, you replay that section. Instead of getting the grunts and groans, you get uh, Nathan Drake quipping the whole time. It's like, my God, I have to climb more stuff, and uh, don't tell me this thing's about to fall. And, you know, it kicks into high gear. Uh, and, and, you know, you get up into the snow and you start walking through the wreck. It's like, these guys are still alive? You know, it's, it's, it's quips like that. You know, the character is just born and, 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 and so alive for you that, that it's, it's just fantastic, you know. So these games are really, really sucking you into stories that, that games just could not do before. I remember 
I remember playing Doom and then years later talking to somebody about Doom and he started talking about the story to Doom. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Turns out there was a readme file that I'd never read that gives you a short backstory on the game. Right. Years later, I played the new Doom that was set on Mars. It was like a reboot of Doom. Suck balls. It was so crap. And it, and it told a story. And it was able to tell a story because it's in this new version of the medium where you can actually tell a story. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the story was that they're on Mars Research Station. They open up a gateway to hell. And you are the Marines that go in to figure out what's happened to this research station. Yeah, that was Yawn. They did a movie on that, too. I know. Super yawn. Um, <laughs> compared to Mass Effect, Uncharted, Batman, uh, Dragon Age, it's like a miserable failure. There are tons more games to talk about, so come back to the vault soon and see what we have to say about them. If you have feedback, please send it to jarober at gmail.com.